0: Welcome back to another episode of Sports Rundown. I'm your host, Z, and joining me today are my co-hosts,
1: Waddles, Jackson, and Josh. This is the Sports Rundown podcast where we are four college students coming to you from the campus of Palm Beach Atlantic University, here to bring you all the sports and all the news that goes with it. College basketball is back,
2: baby, and today we will be previewing the upcoming college basketball season, which starts November 7th.
0: Yep, very exciting. And while all of us are here today, he is working from home, so if we notice a little difference in his voice or have any technical errors, just be forewarned of that. So we're going to start off with not necessarily our predictions for the final four, but who we believe will be the top four teams going into March Madness. So, who wants to start us off with that?
2: I think I'll start off with my number one team. Okay. I think it's pretty obvious, so
0: I'll just get it out of the way. Um, North Carolina Tar Heels. I agree. University of North Carolina Tar Heels. They are my number one overall team, and they are also the AP poll preseason
1: number one overall team. You want to just run down your whole list of top four teams real quick?
2: Okay. So, I have North Carolina. I have Kentucky. Okay have Gonzaga, Ugh. and then honestly, the the fourth team is sort of up in the air. I'm gonna have to come back to my fourth team probably.
1: I interesting. Right. So mine's very similar, uh, except I picked a fourth team because I'm not a little weak baby. Hey, uh, I picked. Kansas. Hey, I'm just respecting all the teams I, so far. Oh, Kansas is.
2: Yeah. There's a million teams. Kansas out there. Is definitely one of the, one Kansas, of the ones up there.
0: Kansas, even with Bill Self being out the start of the season.
2: It's only about the yep. first six games or so, right? It is. It's think.
1: not It's yeah. not long,
0: but missing I think your head coach can be.
1: But we're still predicting end of the season, right? That we're, is true. So we're that saying these true. teams, so even with them being out, it matters him with a team.
0: That is true. It'll be See interesting. What yep. It will be interesting. Z, what do you have? I have the UNC Tar Heels, right. the Kentucky Wildcats, and here's where mine gets different. I've got the UCLA Bruins, and I have the Houston Cougars.
1: Okay, so I I have Houston, but for the Final Four, so we'll get to that later. But okay, uh, so you want to explain where uh, UCLA came from? So I'm basing
0: UCLA. Obviously, they were ranked preseason, very highly regarded basketball team the past couple of years. After they had that you know, March Madness run two years ago. Right. They came back last year and looked solid. I think Jaime Jaquez Jr. coming back for another season is going to be a great leader of this team. Tiger Campbell coming back for another season going to be a great another role player. But freshman guard Amari Bailey, we saw him playing with Bronny James out of Sierra Canyon, and I think he has real potential to be an impact freshman for a very good Bruins roster. All right, E. Your regular season top four teams. Who are you feeling?
3: All right, so I'm feeling... I'm going to go Gonzaga and Houston. Villanova and UNC. And a lot of that has to do with those teams having relatively easier easier conference place to to get a great record and if I, I see those teams finishing with two or three losses and being in the top four at the end of the regular season. So I'm going UNC uh, with the exception of UNC, but I'm going UNC, Gonzaga, Houston and Villanova.
0: Interesting. So you think do you think the new head coach Kyle Neptune out at Villanova, Jay Wright retiring at the end of last season, you think Kyle can just come in and immediately be a good head coach and really lead a good Villanova Wildcats team?
3: I think he will. And I think they're going to shock a lot of people this year, at least in the regular season. Although I don't see them making a deep postseason run.
0: All right. Good to know. Good to know. So- that's
2: that's definitely interesting because I feel like every single year, the Big East is one of the most competitive basketball conferences by far. Like you, you can never predict who's going to be the top team usually. No. There's, there's always a stack of a few teams. There's always Villanova, Xavier, Providence, teams like that. Cray, that Cray, Cray, looking Crayton, like the favorite. Creighton as well.
3: Marquette, so, DePaul, yeah, Georgetown.
0: So
2: it's always interesting. But, but
3: normally, if a team has a solid record in that conference and wins the conference championship, historically they've been a number one seed.
0: That is true. I can see. I can see all four of these teams that he named being very high seeds going into the tournament, if not all being number one seeds. So, Josh, we've all talked a little bit about some of our teams. Have you come up with a fourth team yet?
2: I think, I think I'm think i going to go with Houston at fourth right now. So I, feel, Houston I feel like fourth. they're a safe option, having one of their best returning lineups after – how successful they've been the past couple of years, led Especially, by Marcus Sashier. Yeah, or Sashier, my bad. Yeah, because he's already a predicted preseason All-American, averaging 17 points a game last year. So I feel like he'll definitely lead them. And then they got, from what I'm seeing, they got a recruit number 10 in the ESPN 100 this past year, Jarris Walker. They did. So that's another piece of talent added to their to their roster, basically. So. I feel like they'll be right up there. Another again. impact for a
0: freshman, potentially. Yeah. And then, so, I think that means the only difference between our four is Kansas. Yeah. So, Jackson, talk to us about Kansas without a head coach for the start of the season and losing Ochai Big 12 Player of the Year last year.
1: Okay, so I missed the head coach part. I'll be totally honest about that one. But... I still think they're they coming off with a good team that they've had last season, obviously. But I think that just the team chemistry that they had in order to make it to the na- national championships, and I believe they won, correct? Yeah. They did. Okay, yeah. So they won the national championships coming off of that win with a team that's mostly returners. They don't have many people leaving. So I think that that's definitely going to help them stay top four for a good bit of the season for sure
0: interesting so now the last team that we haven't really mentioned well we haven't talked about kentucky but we all seem to agree that kentucky with led by returning national player of the year oscar Shibway. which by the way who A little trivia time who was the last national player of the year to win the award and then return to college basketball if you can give me the player's name or the college he played for. Anyone have an idea? E,
2: can I have a hint on whether it's recent or not?
0: It It is in the last 20 years. In the last 20 years. In the last 20 years. There's been yes.
3: Is it uh, is it Jimmer for that from BYU?
0: That is not the most recent. No, but I like I like that guess. College Jimmer Fredette was a different animal. So it's not the most yeah, recent. Yeah, so yeah, then it's yeah.
2: even closer to that. So, um...
0: Huh. A very underrated name. He, you think Jimmer Fredette didn't make it in the NBA? This guy really didn't. So this guy was like a really good college player and then just kind of fizzled out.
3: Honestly, I'm... Starting to think a little more recent than him might be Trey Burke from Michigan.
0: Nope, not Trey Burke. I feel
2: like Trey Burke had a good couple years in the NBA. Like he I he's think, not he, there I think now, he
1: might, but he might have gone straight to the NBA, though. Yeah. yeah, he went straight into the NBA, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
2: yeah, honestly, I don't even know. That was pretty difficult.
0: Let me see. I'm pulling up this guy's NBA career. He was the 13th overall pick, and he played, it looks like, a total of four years. Does that help at all? He played four years for the Indiana Pacers. He was the 13th overall pick in two, I'll give you this, he was, was the th- 13th overall pick in 2009
1: to the Indiana Pacers.
2: In 2009?
1: So he's played the year in what, oh seven?
0: He won I believe he won the award in O seven and then came back the 08-09 season. So I 07, can't
2: I can't even remember that far back. So i
3: honestly no I okay I feel like if if Z is asking this question, it's gonna be a North Carolina play.
0: You're on a hot, you're on the right track, E.
3: Dude, I, I don't know who's I'm trying to remember who's won it from North Carolina right?
2: Yeah, especially from those years. Like I literally have yeah, no, no idea. Three
1: year old me was not paying attention. Yeah. So. All right, you <laughs> guys basketball. ready for this?
0: Tyler Hansborough.
2: I, I have not heard that name in a while.
0: Yeah, he I, was. I, I remember him. He was the last person to win the award and come back to play another season. So
2: that's actually crazy because he wasn't even that bad with the Pacers. I remember like that name back when I started watching basketball. Yeah. I remember him being on the Pacers, but I just don't remember his college career or anything
0: because. And it's wild because he was one of he was a great he was a very vicious player. Yeah. So very interesting. I, I thought that was interesting. that's actually He's really good. Here. Yeah. Ochai Abaji, and Tyler Hansborough. Who would have thought it? Very interesting. So I think we're all in the consensus on that. But let's talk. What was it? Are you talking about Oscar still? Oscar Shibwe, yeah.
2: Yeah, you said Ochai.
0: Oh my gosh, my yeah. bad, Oscar. You know, even though they were both like two of the best big men, that is true. Last year, all right. But moving on, we have Gonzaga. I didn't have Gonzaga, but all three of you guys did, I believe, right, Jackson? You had Gonzaga. <laughs> I had Gonzaga. So you three all had Gonzaga, and I didn't. Let's talk about that. What do you guys see in this Gonzaga team that is going to be so good? I just feel like they reload
2: with talent every single year. On top of the fact that they still have Drew Timmy, who is, who seems almost unstoppable. Even though it's kind of interesting. I thought he was going to be going to the league. But the fact that he came back, I just... Because he's almost scoring 20 points a game. I feel like... Each, he, each of the past two years. He dropped 18 a game last year. And I just feel like he when he's at his best, basically he's one of the top players in the country.
0: I feel like the only reason he came back even accolades-wise and stats-wise, is because he wants to win National Play of the Year. But I don't I don't think that'll ever happen. I think he's just going to end up a really, you know, just... Well, on top of the fact that he hasn't
2: won a national championship still, right? No. And because they, were, they lost the Baylor two years ago. They were favorites. When they had a chance.
0: They were favorites back-to-back years. Because they were undefeated. Yep. Preseason favorites in back-to-back years, and they disappointed both years. Yeah. And that is why, like, they could be... A great regular season team, but I don't think they are worthy of a top four. I don't think they're on that level.
1: So that's why. I think I think they're worthy of regular season top four, not March Madness top four, because that's a totally different like. Yeah, if that's what we're talking it almost about, changes yeah. the entire sport. Yeah.
0: Oh, 100%. March Madness is and absolutely
3: I I everywhere. have them as a regular season top four. A lot of this is their schedule because they, they have they have the most talent by far in their conference. So they should be able to go through their conference undefeated or with one loss. And outside conference play, they still have opportunities for quality wins with games against Michigan State, number 12 Texas, number 4 Kentucky, number 5 Baylor, and number 20 Alabama all in non-conference play, and along with, I think they'll get, they'll win two-thirds, out of those six games, I see them winning four or five of those games because of the talent on their roster and what Mark Pugh has historically been able to done do with talent. So, I see them having a very strong shot at getting through the season with two or three losses, possibly even one or zero, and being being in a position for a one seed based on early quality wins and in their record at the end of the season.
0: Well, call me a Gonzaga hater, but I'm not writing the train. I don't think. No, he also made a good point, though, because if we're talking about regular season top four, then
2: their no, schedule, other than the non conference teams that he was mentioning, that schedule was. Cupcake basically Oh I With agree. their With their yeah. conference So
3: they have like They have opportunities For like Quadrant one wins Early on But then after that They don't have Very many mediocre teams On their Schedule That are like Teams that really hurt if you lose to But like Are also kind of hard to beat That a lot of the teams In power five conferences Have to play week in And week out And Gonzaga Has very few of those Like middle-of-the-road, difficult teams to beat, but teams you should beat, as a one seed, they have very few of those games, which I think is going to be very advantageous. And it has been historically for them getting the one seed going in.
0: Advantageous. I like that. That's a big word, I'm proud of you.
3: That's I say two words? <laughs> you, you've
0: been hitting the books. Look at you go. All right. Well... Moving on, how do your guys' predictions change if we switch it up to March Madness? Because I'll tell you what, the only thing, the only thing I change about mine, is I drop Kentucky. I don't think Kentucky makes a postseason run, but I think and who you're replacing you st- with? This is going to sound a little shocking, especially coming from me.
1: Where I I th- th- this is going?
0: I think a team that could make a deep march madness run you know the tcu horned frogs give me something because i
1: as well have them and i was really worried you're gonna like flame me for it no
0: i think the tcu frogs led by uh mike miles jr that team should not have lost to arizona last year in the tournament they should have gone farther should have upset number one arizona and i think I think this year's their year. They're ranked in the preseason, top 25. I think they could surprise some people come tourney time.
2: That's actually really interesting considered in the way too early top 25, they're 15 right now, so they're pretty far back. So it could definitely be one of those teams that catches momentum in March, basically, and then makes a run in the tournament. So Yeah,
1: I'm going to just go ahead and throw out my final four. I'm going to throw out... Uh, North Carolina, Houston, TCU, and Creighton. I think Creighton's going to have Ooh. a random. Cray- s- they're ranked preseason. They're, they're ranked preseason. They are and they're I think, ranked fairly high. I think they're going to be like, I don't know, six or seven seed, throw themselves in the final four.
0: You think they're. You mean. No, not. A six or seven seed in the tournament or. Not. Okay. I
1: don't know why I said...
0: Six. I was about to say...
1: Six you're or seven
2: th- overall seed or whatever. You, yeah. So, so you basically a top
0: two... Top two, maybe three seed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you are really high on Creighton and their incoming class then. You just a big Creighton guy or what's up with that?
2: Honestly, I didn't even like notice the fact that they were ranked ahead of Villanova going into the season.
0: Well you were talking about those big twelve seams and he brought it up. You think Greg McDermott can do it? You believe in him? I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I hate that. I definitely do not hate that. Because Creighton caught some fire at the end of last year and people were hyping him up all off season. But me personally I find Creighton falling in the same kind of tier I guess is St. Louis St. Louis I think in Andy Katz top 36 or whatever top 25 and 1 whatever those guys at CBS do I want to say they came in like somewhere between 25 and 30 to where they can make a lot of damage in the regular season and maybe do an upset or two in the March Madness but I don't think they'll Go quite that far, but I I like where your head is. I like where where your head's at, Jackson.
1: I also think they've got coming back. They've got a decent number of people coming back. With
0: are they bringing their entire starting five back?
1: They might be. They might be. I'm pretty sure. But they've got their top six players all last year. Putting up 10-plus points per game on the board. And rather high with several players in the 30% range for the three-point percentage. No, they're definitely bringing back... Which is where their, you want it to be, for
0: sure. They're definitely bringing back a great group of guys. That is not to be, you know, dissed, I would guess would be the word.
1: All right, And I think just putting their name out just, like, helps me, I think, just because... Honestly, if they don't go, I, I'm not going to be heard about that. But, like, I think just a random chance I could see it happening.
0: Well, we haven't even seen teams play yet, so. We, we haven't seen zero game play I like that. Either. I like we, that. All right, E, what are you feeling?
3: All right, so the, I have two of my number one teams making the Final Four. And those two teams, or two of my one season, those two are Gonzaga and Houston. Interesting. Do...
0: You don't have UNC even making the Final Four.
3: I do not. I think they're going to lose in one of those one-eight or one-four upsets. Interesting. Wait. It ha- happens a ton to returning national champions when they're one seat. So
0: I'm going to bring I'm going to bring up another trivia time, and this one has multiple pieces to it. You guys can go as far as you want, or. You know, make it as simple as possible. Since the year 2000, how many teams have gone to back-to-back national championship games? Okay, that's the main part of the question. Now let's further it up.
3: who okay, were well, the, can, who were well, the teams?
0: Who were the teams that did this? When did they do this? And what were the outcomes of the? Games for these? Like, did they win or did they lose?
3: Hi,
1: right, I'm an I encyclopedia. Say. Let me give you the answers. What the heck, hey, hey, E's say,
0: about to spit game.
1: Go E. All
3: right, Florida Gators, 2006 and 2007 won yeah, them yeah. both. Go course, Gators.
2: That's what I was gonna say.
0: Yep. All right, so E's got
3: uh, one. That's the one that I all know right. for. I, a I'm fact. not sure about the exact years, but Baylor, or I'm sorry, not Baylor, Butler went to. Back to back finals. They did. I don't know one of them. One of them they lost to Duke. I'm trying to remember who they lost to in the other one. But so, they lost two.
0: So E has so far. E has so far guessed Butler correctly. Knows that Butler I, lost both if, of them. Got Florida the years they were there, and that they won both of them. If so, I'm not mistaken, it
3: was 2009 and 2010.
0: Oh, so close. 2010, 2011. Uh, right there. I love I, it, I e. think I
3: think Michigan's done it, too. But I'm not positive.
0: You're incorrect about that. You know who the final team uh, was? Do we have a guess from either one of you two?
3: you say
2: that again.
0: Who's the final team is?
2: There's one more team. There's
0: one more team. By the way, while they're thinking, E, I've got to say I'm incredibly impressed by that. Well, now, I knew the Florida one. He's at home. As a, as as a Florida a fan, I knew that
2: we went back-to-back. Well, other than that, I, I did not know the Butler one, but I'm trying to think. I know that there was a span a couple of years ago where Villanova was making the title game pretty consistently. It but I, I, don't, not I don't think it's them, I like yeah. Guess.
1: Um. Virginia was also doing that quite a bit.
2: That's
3: true.
1: Yeah, that was I don't also think they were back.
3: By to the loss to though.
0: He's smart. He's thinking about it. All right, I'm going to go I, ahead and tell you.
1: I think even the fact that I asked, did Kansas win last year? I think that that, that alone shows that I cannot be in contention. No. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. UNC a couple of years ago. I don't know.
2: The there years.
1: he goes. UNC,
0: 2016-2017. They lost the first one, won the second one.
2: They lost to Villanova, and then they beat uh, who did, Gonzaga. Right? Beat Gonzaga, That's yep. That's right. Look yeah.
0: at you guys go. Yeah. And so... E, you're bringing up the point of UNC getting upset. I think UNC goes back and wins the whole thing this year. They're my national champion. I think they can do it. I'll ride that horse.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's pretty straightforward, but I'm feeling the same way right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think, and I'll I'll skip ahead. You know, we'll talk about this a little later in the podcast. National Player of the Year, Armando Bacon. I'm. All over UNC this year. Oh, same for me. All over UNC. I think they have the... Mark Hubert Davis in his second year coaching, he looked phenomenal in his first year. Armando Baycott averaged 18 and 14 in the... Well, 21 and 14 in the tournament last year. 18 and 12 during the regular season. So Armando Baycott is an absolute monster. You've got returning junior guard Caleb Love. You've gotten some guys from the transfer portal. You, you've got a transfer from Baylor, who you upset in the tournament. You've got Puff Johnson, Cam Johnson's little brother. Lanky, 3 and D, shooting guard, or shooting guard slash forward. you got Leaky Black playing defense, locking up the other team's best player.
2: Oh, yeah, he was amazing on defense in the tournament last year.
0: 100%. The only piece you're really missing from the tournament last year, which is what they tried to replace in the transfer portal, is Brady Manick, the three-point hillbilly. Hillbilly Kobe, so many names from him. Who was a transfer, by the way, from Oklahoma. So, they're getting another sharpshooting transfer from the Big 12. I think UNC's got it on lock this year.
2: Yeah, the thing was, in the regular season, they didn't do all that great. But they picked up momentum at the end of the year. And they beat... Then they beat Coach K their last, his last home game? His last regular season home game?
0: They beat Coach K his last, his last ever home game. Yeah. And then beat him in his last game ever.
2: Yeah, because they, in the tournament last year, they were like an eight seed, right?
0: Yeah. Eight seed, yeah. And so,
2: I feel like they just have too much talent right now. I agree. Even with Brady Manick being gone, and he was really good, especially in the, couple games that he was in the tournament last year even though he was injured at one point in time or was it injured no he got suspended he got, or something he got thrown out of the like baylor injected yeah that's right bull call bull but call either way i feel like they got it this year
0: you know he's actually playing over on australia this year really yeah lighting it up hey, good for him i know that's what i'm saying hillbilly kobe for the win yeah
3: all we'll right. okay. Okay, I, before we we get too much off topic, I still have to give you guys my two teams that I don't have a one seed making the final four.
0: Okay, let's hear it.
3: E. And the first of those is Duke, and I think Duke is going to have a rough start to the season, which will end up putting them in the four or five seed range, maybe three. A lot because of their youth, they have they have a very strong recruiting class, but they are they're going to be young, they're going to have growing pains, but I see. John Snyder, I, I have a lot of faith in him in his first year, and I think he's going to get them to the to the final four. And then my fourth team is going to be Arkansas.
0: Oh, my gosh. I should have known something stupid was going
1: to come out of your mouth. Can I hang up? Is that – No. Oh no, we lost you service.
3: Why this, this is a final four prediction. They are – they have a re- returning um, – returning leader in J.D. Note. Not sure how to pronounce his last name, but I'm pretty sure that's right. That's you 18. pronounced it right. J.D. Note returning with 18.3 points. They have one of the top recruiting classes in the nation, and they have Eric Musselman, who's only gotten better every year to coach that.
0: He has been a phenomenal coach. I will give you that. You make good so they points. They're
3: very, but... very, very well-watched. Well-rounded squad, and I actually have Arkansas winning the whole tournament this year. Oh my gosh! That's my national national championship prediction. I don't get why you're reacting this strongly to it. Is that they're coming in as an AP ten? They're being very fluffed on right now. They have all the pieces.
2: In it. Hey, okay. First off, I want to say it's absurd because JD Note is not even at Arkansas anymore. He went pro and signed with an agent to enter the NBA draft last year,
0: so I, he's gone. I was waiting. And, to, I was waiting to see if someone else would pick up on that. Yeah,
2: and yeah, that's basically what I got. So that's. <laughs> that, I mean, that's part of it, but I don't know. I, Arkansas is definitely talented, but I just don't know if a Final Four run is up there. I think a lead
0: Eight. I can agree with your Duke pick. I think Duke could have a very similar year to UNC last year, where they've got a new first year head coach and they come into a rough start and pick it up. They definitely have the okay, talent.
3: I, I'm confused about again, okay, JT Note's ESPN profile, he's still listed as you know, like Arkansas is still on on his profile, but maybe that that, that could be wrong. Maybe it's because he has signed with another team that
0: E, I'm gonna read an article for you. Right now. JT note is an American professional basketball player for Eris Thessalonica of the Greek basketball league. He played college basketball for the Arkansas Razorbacks of the SEC.
2: Wait, say say that again?
0: Which part? The the, the Greek the, basketball the league. The Greek basketball league. Oh uh, Eris Thessalonica?
2: That's a weird
0: way to say Arkansas. That is a weird way to say Arkansas. <laughs> Man, did I. Maybe it's Greek for Arkansas. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Not, not too far off. Just a couple of syllables. But I, I still have Arkansas. I, I have a lot of trust in Eric Musselman and the recruiting class he has coming in. So I'm going to Arkansas all the way.
0: Let me tell you what, E. I'll make this deal with you right now. If Arkansas goes all the way, we can i will get you a stripper on campus because let me tell you what the only thing crazier than arkansas winning the national championship is a stripper on a christian college campus that is the only thing crazier
3: there's nothing crazy about arkansas winning it all
1: arkansas led by jt note all right, we gotta move on. Also, just don't want to hear E talk about this anymore. We're we're moving on. National Player of the Year, or whatever they call it in basketball.
0: I bet I know who E has.
3: It's it's not J.T. coming oh. to you from Thessalonica.
0: It's not. <laughs> All right, E, who's your National Player of the Year? He, he
3: might he might be Top five from from Thessalonica, but I I have Drew Timmy as the the leader especially as he put up respectable stats last year, very very competitive stats on Gonzaga. And that was with sharing sharing the main production with with Chet Holmgren and now that he's gone, he's going to have very high usage with a coach and an offense that he's comfortable with and especially playing early games against teams without as many returns but that are highly ranked. I think Drew Timmy's going to going to lead his team to a strong record and put up very strong stats. I could even see him scoring somewhere in the mid-20s in points and I have him as the National Player of the Year. So,
0: interesting that you said that because I'm pulling up usage rates of players last year. And Drew Timmy, if I can find it, why are you laughing?
1: Because you're pulling everything you can to absolutely bash Waddles right now. Because I don't like, like. his
0: takes. Drew, okay, look at look at it this way. I won't even. Oh, look! I will close my tabs, not look anything up right now. Drew Timmy, as a sports better, has opened as the favorite for National Player of the Year back yeah. to back years, and you know what he's done? Lost them. It's been his award to lose two years in a row, and what has he done? He's lost it. Gonzaga's going to be worse this year. And it's going to be his to lose again. I have no faith in Drew Timmy whatsoever. He's too old to be playing college basketball. Get him out of here. I don't like him or Gonzaga. End of conversation. Who's got something else to say? All right, then who's I mean, your pick? We know my pick. Armando Baycott. That's fair. All right. Big body. Can't stop him in the paint. You know, is going to have a great record, preseason number one. He's got the media hype around him. He's got the talent. He's got the numbers. And unlike some unnamed big man that has already been mentioned in this podcast, he's going to come through and win the award. And in terms of big men, I feel like both
2: Baycott and Sheboy are ahead of Timmy in terms of having the best chance at the award. So.
0: so, who are you going with? Oh, Baycott. Baycott, yes!
1: Jackson? wow. Right, I'm just trying to pull up Timmy's points real quick. His... Okay, you guys are going to, like, bash on this, and I'm definitely biased because, you know, I am a Michigan guy.
2: Oh, there, brother. Okay,
1: no, I'm not saying... I don't think... Personally, I don't think he's going to win. I think Michigan's going to not do well and it's he's not going to get it if you say but if Michigan, who I think you're going to no, no, say
0: no. I'm going to kick you off the podcast
1: <laughs> okay no if Michigan does well Hunter Dickinson has a chance if Michigan does not do well Hunter Dickinson does not have a chance
0: i i see what you're saying with Michigan playing good and Hunter Dickinson but Michigan's I just, not even predicted top 25 to start the year though and i no, i'm top 25 I've, I feel like with instances with Juwan Howard last year and how I don't I, I, there's just a lot going on in Michigan. I just I I don't see necessarily the
1: hype around.
0: Because Michigan last they year They are returning
1: to, a lot of people.
0: Though. No, they're not.
1: They're never not. mind. I was wrong. Twenty two,
2: but still. I don't know.
1: Nice to meet you. I'm a stupid. Dang, they got you.
0: I just I don't I'm not gonna Bash you like how E withdrew Timmy just because I think Drew Timmy's
1: a stupid pick. I I, no, just, I agree. This is out of the waters. It's sure. not a stupid pick. Okay,
3: there's, there's a reason he's the betting favorite.
0: Is he the betting
3: favor- favorite? Yeah, because people
1: bet to lose money. You
3: can't actually
2: tell me he's the betting favorite again. I
0: he can't be the betting favorite third year in a row. He is.
2: Third, is he
0: actually?
1: He actually is.
0: What are the odds? Yep. If you don't mind me asking,
1: I had it somewhere. All right. Uh, he's plus six fifty.
0: Who's next? Run us through like the top five.
1: Armando Baycott.
2: It's who we expected.
1: Oscar Sheehy.
2: You got Caleb Love and Sasser.
0: Caleb Love being fourth, I love that. Yeah, because he's great.
2: I love. He dropped fifteen a game last year. I mean, he was baby. Literally every single one of those starters on North Carolina during the tournament,
0: they were. Turning up. They were just taking turns popping Yeah,
2: exactly. Because you remember RJ was going crazy, too. Like, both him and Caleb Love were dominant from three, especially. So, I can see Caleb Love being in there. Just in the case that, say, Baycott is out for a couple games because of some kind of injury or anything, then I feel like Caleb Love would step in,
3: and he would take on a bigger role. So... And that uh, that's one of the reasons that that is one important thing to bring up that worries me about North Carolina and Baycott is how how especially in last year's postseason, right? It seemed like he was like on the edge of getting uh of getting injured and out for the season like once or twice per game. Especially in the finals. He went down twice. And while he came back up and finished and he- finished very strongly for the tar heels. That is it is a concern.
0: He went down twice because there was like a difference in the floorboards. Have you not seen that picture? He like completely bent the floor. Oh when yeah, he,
2: that was that was
3: terrible. Yeah,
0: that's the whole reason he got injured is because the floor was off.
3: That was that was responsible for one of them. Yeah. Out of the, there there were, there was a second just in the championship game alone.
0: Yeah, it, but because it, that injury, I'm about to say, if you mess up your ankle, it's going to be more fragile for the like next couple weeks.
2: Yeah, he was hurt again because that injury was basically
0: lingering. If it would have been the regular season, have... they would have sat him for a few games, but because it was the tournament, they couldn't have sat him. They just had to send him in there. So of course, he's going to be That's playing fair. on more of a raw ankle. That's fair. All right. Anything? Have anything? Anybody have anything else they want to add?
2: Nope. I think it's pretty simple for me so far.
0: All right, I agree.
1: Jackson, wrap us on up. I got nothing. It's Saturday. we got to go watch some more college football. Uh, So we're going to close this out. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will be back next week with a new slate of episodes. Catch us on the run.